Hey, goal getters, and welcome to The Daily Distance, a new daily series from the creators of We Got Goals. I'm Kristen Guile, editor-in-chief of asweatlife.com. In these short episodes, we're bringing you one daily goal you can set for yourself during this chaotic time. One actionable thing you can do to move your body, connect with a friend, prioritize your mental health, get some work done, and practice a little bit of self-care. This week's podcast episodes are brought to you in partnership with NYX, the first and only light ice cream that is actually truly creamy. NYX is a Swedish brand that believes healthfulness shouldn't compromise flavor. Spoon soft and never icy, NYX has no added sugar and only 220 to 360 calories per pint. That's right, that means it's perfect for eating the whole thing in one sitting. You get a compromise-free, healthy, and tasty treat without the calories. And it's the perfect way to start summer. Find out more on their website, nix.com. And with me today on the other line is Tosh Kruda. She is a dancer and a choreographer. Uh, she's danced for some people that you may have heard of, including Rihanna, Lord, Kanye West, and JLo. And she's also competed on the NBC television show World of Dance. Uh, through all of that, she became really passionate about health and wellness. And she has recently launched Little Vegan Shorty, which is a uh, resource for the vegan lifestyle. Gosh, how are you? Hi, I'm so good. I am really excited to get to talk to you and all of your listeners and your clients and community. So I'm excited to be here. Well, I just listed off a bunch of accomplishments that you've achieved in your life, but I want to hear your story from your own voice. So can you tell us a little bit about how you became uh, such a passionate dancer and how that influenced where you are now? Absolutely. Um, so I started dancing uh, very young at three years old um, back in New Jersey. I'm from the East Coast, New Jersey, New York. Um, and so that intense training from a very young age got me really connected to my body and my mental and the way that I use both of those things. And I think I've kind of always just been fascinated about how deeply I can improve my performance, whether that be in a moment where I need my brain to work for me, you know, or a physical moment, whether I'm, you know, just working out or, you know, challenged in some sort of training, um, but that kind of piqued my interest. And then I did my own researching, my own kind of wormhole of what I thought I got passionate about. Um, and then as far as fitness, um, it just kind of came with the territory with dance and needing to keep up with my body. Um, and then I just started to love it. Um, I just gained so much more knowledge. Veganism came to me. Um, and that has been something that has piqued um, not only my performance level, but I think my empathy and the way that I work in the world, the way that I move. So it's been nice and really amazing. What might surprise some people about what it's like to be a professional dancer? Not in a negative way, but it's not as glamorous. I think we make it look a lot easier. You guys make it look very easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's a lot of probably grunting on stage that's happening and um, different conditioning that we have to do in order to get that to happen. So I think it's a little, you know, flashier than what we have to go through. I like that. Um, honest, vulnerable, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's not that, that cute. Yeah. Well, let's get into uh, the heart of the episode. So uh, I'm really excited to hear what is your tip or recommendation that you're going to share with our listeners today? 
Okay, so for me, with um, veganism, uh, consumption is so, so powerful and such a big part of your daily wellness. And I think with the times we're going through, um, I've been talking to a lot of my own clients and fitness family and all that, and that's been huge for them, what they're putting in their bodies. And something for me that's helping me with my stress level, my anxiety is tea. Hmm. herbal teas okay teas teas, teas. tell me um, more because I'm a coffee yeah. connoisseur but I okay, could not tell okay. you much about tea okay so just as coffee can give you that up feeling that immediate I need energy I need focus I need um you know more of a an intent yeah and I think that we forget that so many other things we consume have different effects but can help us in ways um, so the herbal tea, uh, my favorite being a Tulsi tea, T-U-L-S-I, um, Tulsi tea. And this tea helps with your cortisol levels. So right away, it helps balancing you out and kind of gives you a calm, immediate feeling. And for me, it's almost like going back to neutral. So like whether I'm on the phone swiping through Instagram and something kind of raises me up or- On Instagram? My mom what? calls and- Right. Never, right? <laughs> so strange. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Go figure. Yeah. Um, so I think that's been something, even if it's just steeping on the pot all day, something you can go back to and just sit as you, you know, and because this tea is so immediate for me, that's what I love. I love feeling the effects right away. So right after I feel, you know, angst up getting that, Oh, I can come back to myself has been so beautiful. So tea, 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 herbal teas. All right. You're into it. Uh, and you said Tulsi's was your favorite brand, favorite type? Tulsi is the favorite type, yes. Okay. Favorite type um, because of its immediate. Um, there's a few others that I do have on my website, but I'm also going to share with you Valerian root tea. And that's, okay, I think I know this one. This is uh, to help make you a little sleepy, right? Is that right before bed? So yes, it has that same exact um, effect. So you have um, GABA levels. I say GABA. Yep. Yeah, but GAB levels. And that's your nerve and the way your nerves, the nerves in your brain are responding. Um, so this tea and these herbs give your brain that kind of calm washover that you're needing when you're up and raised and kind of, you know, yeah. going through it a bit. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I so yes, that. exactly. And that's so useful because especially right now, I might be you know, totally fine all day. But the second I turn the lights off, it's like your brain explodes with like, let me think about whether I've done my taxes for this year. Let me like plan out my next six weeks in incredible detail. Let me worry about this thing that <laughs> right. I said on the internet one year ago. Like all of oh, those things totally. come up to the surface right before you go to bed somehow. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're alone. And then everything just starts flooding in. Yeah. So yeah, taking that moment to kind of calm yourself and give your body, your brain that, you know, dilute from being so up yeah is so helpful now outside of the tea um i know that the vegan lifestyle is something that you're super passionate about so what are some of your favorite tips or maybe how would you recommend someone who's interested in veganism like just get started oh absolutely one don't be afraid don't be afraid. Like if you have the, if you have the incline inclination, if you have the, that want the spark for something, go, go, go there, take the research, take the time. I'm of course a, a resource. Um, but I also think people think they have to go cold Turkey strict right away for lack of better. Um, but you can take your time, you know, you can, you can, I think I started with meatless Mondays and then I went vegetarian and then, so allow yourself 
your process. You know, it's going to be a process. Mm -hmm. You're hardcore changing your route. Mm -hmm. You're changing what your base is working off of. Mm -hmm. So to give yourself that patience, that process, I think helps it a lot. Mm -hmm. Less pressure. Less, Less pressure. pressure. I like that. It's um, supposed to be fun. Well, because there is kind of the, the stereotype of a, a vegan who's incredibly passionate about being a vegan, mm -hmm. you know, uh, <laughs> and is sort of an advocate of that all or nothing mentality. So the idea of being able to ease into it is just so much more approachable for most people. Yeah, I think I think to um, counter that, I think a lot of people get more passionate as they're going with veganism. Um, I think they start to see the effects. They start to see how, what it's doing with the planet and on their own body. And I think that, you know, that enthusiasm kind of starts to get raised. And then you're meeting people who are like year five in that are just so hyped about it. Um, but we all started in a process. So right. I definitely would offer that. Yeah. And that's, these resources uh, are going to be something that is on your website now, right? Yes, absolutely. So I have started Little Vegan Shorty, which is a website, a community, a resource house. I have meal plans. I have book lists. I have um, volunteer opportunities. So we're always putting stuff up, um, vegan always, um, community-based always. Um, and it's been really cool. So yes, that is on littleveganshorty.co, so .co. Awesome. And then where else can we find you on the Instagram and how else can we keep up with what you're doing right now? Yes, absolutely. My Instagram is Tosh, T-A-S-H, Crudup, C-R-U-D-U-P. And that's Tosh Crudup. Awesome. Well, Tosh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Yes, thank you. And for all of our listeners, we will be back on the internet with more tips from our community. And until then, stay safe, stay well, and cheers to going the distance together. 